We've been on a sermon series called Serving God the Secret to My Evaluation. Psalm 145, verse 17 to 20. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him in truth. So in case it's not clear, He's saying in Psalm 145 verse 17 to 20, The Lord is righteous in all his ways. So God is just in all his ways. He says, and faithful to all he does. God is faithful. So it means that you you can predict God. What he's saying is God is consistent. In everything that God does, God is what? Consistent. God is righteous in all his ways it means that you will not find a fault with him and he's faithful in all he does he puts all that it means that god is consistent he's faithful if he says he will do this in all the things he will do he can be predicted as to how he will behave in all the situations because he's faithful it means if god tells you to do something he commits his integrity to do his part of what he's asked you to do god can be trusted he is faithful most of the time we are not faithful but god says i am righteous in all my ways and i am faithful in all i do he says the lord is near to all who call on him Papa, are you seeing it? He puts all there. He puts all so that you will not think you are disadvantaged and you are a victim of life. All of us, when things delay for us, we say that, God, you are hearing other people's prayer, but not mine. But God is saying, that's not it. I am near to all who call upon me. So when we are not faithful to God, because he is our source, he stops some flows towards us. Because when he's faithful to a certain point, he has put laws in that if you don't love me, I will not be faithful to you. So he puts a condition to it. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. So when you are serving God in truth, God will be near to you. He will show up where you need him the most. Look at the next word. He he fulfills the desires of those who fear him so everything god does there's a condition to it he fulfills the desires not of everybody of those who fear him so he is near to those who call on him so you can fear god but if you don't call on him he will not be near to you and if you don't have a desire he will not fulfill it so in serving god there are certain requirements God requires us to act and behave in certain ways to experience certain outcomes. He says, he fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. You see that he puts specifics in. Then he says, he watches over all. But when he gets to desire, he says those. Yeah, he's near to all who call on him. To all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. What is wisdom? Scripture says wisdom is the principal thing. But in all that I get in, get understanding. So my understanding of the truth 
is what opens God up to me. The Bible says that so that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church unto principalities and powers. So there's many fold. God's wisdom is a lot. There's many ways of God. God has different ways of dealing with us. And different situations require different standards of God. God has set standards for us to live our lives by. And the standard to which you choose to live your life by is a standard to which God would reach out to you. So the scripture says, do not be deceived. God is no more. Whatsoever a man sows, so shall he be. When you are bitter, God can help you he will give you long life good health protect you but he can't help you to remove the bitterness he says that forgive some of us we've held on to people who have hurt us for over 25 years 30 years 40 years some your nonsense boyfriend be who broke your heart when you were in secondary school you are married still the hurt is in your heart god cannot remove it because the will of man god cannot touch if god touches your will it's a violation of a standard of rule the day god touches the will of a man he ceases to be god because that man cannot be judged there are truths in god's word do you know that even the devil cannot touch your will every choice in life you make it not god someone say i make it so john chapter 14 verse 21 and 23 says and then give me 23 the one who loves me will be loved by my father and i too will love them and show myself unto them if a man love me he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him john chapter 14 verse 20 and 21 at that day ye shall know that i am in my father and ye in me and i in you verse 21 whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me you have my commandments you keep them what does it mean by keeping you do the word say the one who loves me will be loved by my father and i too will love them and show myself to them but it is conditional you keep my commandment first deuteronomy chapter 28 verse number one and it shall come to pass if you will hearken diligently to the voice of the lord and do all that i command you this day look at it in niv Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 and if you fully obey the lord your god and carefully follow all his commands i give you today the lord your god will set you high above all the nations of the earth all these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the lord your god you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country so if i don't obey the word of god and i'm going through struggles the problem is it is my choice what did moses say deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 to 20 this day i call the heavens and the earth as witness against you you that i have said against you that i have said before you life and death blessings and curses now choose life that you and your children may live look at the next verse and that you may love the lord your god listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers abraham isaac and jacob god is your life so when you choose him when you choose to trust him and live by the standard that he set 
He says you will be distinguished among people. Brother, it's not difficult. Just get the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. It makes you free. He said don't gossip. If you gossip, one day it will come out. You have problem. It will mar your reputation. It mar your relationship with the person. He says forgive those who despitefully use you. Because the truth is, listen. God did not create us to keep bitterness and issues in our heart. It your blood pressure will go up. The Bible says, guard your heart for out of it flows all the issues of life. When you keep compounding negative issues into your spirit, you will be anxious. But the Bible says, be anxious for... And when you are so anxious, after a while, you have anxiety disorder. It means you've gone out of the order of God. It's called disorder. The Christian life is not a difficult life. Because we don't want to live by God's standards, we like to play a blame game. Anytime somebody is envious of you, what the person is prophetically declaring is that all their opportunities have ended, but yours have just begun. That's why they are envious of you. So that one will not pass. Why focus on something you can't control? So God says standards. He says be anxious for nothing. Lady, somebody likes your height. Somebody wants your eyes. Somebody wants your nose. Somebody wants your leg. Even the way you dress, cry, you'll be him. The reason why you're in a is not because they can afford you, but when they look at you, they compare themselves to you and, 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 and they can't match up. What does the Bible tell us? It says, they that compare themselves among themselves are not wise. Why waste your time to pray for an unwise person? Or pray against an unwise Ah, the Bible says it's unwise. Somebody who's not wise, in the night, instead of you to sleep, or to sing psalms unto God, you are there binding an unwise person. What makes you? Who do you become when you do that? So the Bible says, do not be unwise. Know the will of God. So the will of God, though it is for you, it is not automatic. The will of God, though it's for everyone, is not automatic. It requires your input. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 20. It says that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You see, brothers and sisters, it's a life of blessing available only to those who love him. He blesses us for a thousand generations, he becomes our very life. It is a life of blessing, but he gives us the ability to choose. Colossians chapter 3 verse 4 Paul says when Christ who is your life appears then you will appear with him in glory Deborah who composed a hymn of praise after a military victory says says this let me show you the hymn Judges chapter 5 verse 31 so may all your enemies perish Lord but may all who love you be like the sun when it rises in its strength then the land had peace 40 years how did the land had peace he says, may those who love him be like the sun when it rises in his strength. When you love God, see, no matter the darkness that is in the place, your, your strength will be like the strength of God. If you like, try it. Focus on my love for God. Papa, the things you overcome, it will surprise you. Hear me, the fact that you are in God's will doesn't mean you will not go through difficulties. That you will not go through trying times. Difficulties are there. It is the choices you make that determines the outcomes of your life. In Matthew chapter 7 verse number 24, Jesus speaking to us said this, Therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice 
is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So Jesus is speaking about two things. He's speaking about the word, his word that we must put into practice. So we don't just come to church and hear God's word. We don't just put the we don't just come to hear. And there are many of us we just come to church on Sunday to take it. I just showed up in church. No, he wants us to put the word. The word of God must bring transformation to your life, sir. I must see. I came to church broken. I am whole. I came to church. I used to be a popo king. I know more popo. I, I, I used to be a womanizer. I know more womanizer. I, I, I used to be very vindictive. I am no more vindictive. Why? Because the word of God has had its way, a transformation in my life. All we do in Faith Life Church is that you will come into a place of transformation. That is our call. We call it the Faith Life. It is a lifestyle. So what Jesus was saying, he says, he says, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. So Jesus is telling us that all of us who go to such seasons where the rains will fall, blessings will come. But the floods will also rise. With the blessing will come challenges. With the blessing will come difficulties. With the blessing will come enviness. With the blessing will come all sorts of attacks. But your focus should not be on the attack. Because your life is built on a sure foundation. He says because it had its foundation on the rock. So the foundation of the thing determines the strength of the thing. That's what Jesus is basically saying. What Jesus is basically saying is that the strength a house is in its foundation that's why we are taking time to teach dr otabel said when they started icgc he used to preach until he was empty he he would preach for hours long time he would teach until he was okay he laid a foundation for the people and after that they now he can preach for short because foundation has been set hallelujah praise the lord so the strength of a house is in its foundation what do i mean by foundation i'm talking about the standards to which you choose to live your life it's so important because it determines the strength of your home what you want to build the foundation must be different in in communication class this is what they said to us they said that the stratification of a person influences their their behavioral patterns what it means is that the conditioning of a person's mind influences the way they behave. When you give birth to a, an African in China and he goes to Chinese school, he's different from when you give birth to an African in Ghana and goes to a Ghanaian school. So God wants to condition us. The foundation or the standard to which you choose to live your life is so important because it will determine the strength of your life your mental strength your emotional strength it is based on the foundation you choose it when you have been so exposed to certain conditions and it's not working god says that you must saturate your spirit with my word do what saturate your spirit with my word in other words in other words you know where you have been so you spend time in my word so he said to joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law shall ye meditate day and night. You need a more serious foundation because of what I'm about to use you. You are going to lead, you are going to step in the shoes of Moses who, who, who had had a spiritual encounter. You have not yet had it. And so, meditate on the word. 
Moses had had an experience with me for 40 days, 40 nights. You did not. And you don't need to also have 40 days. He's writing the books down. Meditate on what he said. Listen, we don't all need to go to a chair mountain to do and do 40 days fasting and prayer. I'm not saying fasting and prayer is bad. But God is saying that, see... I have put down my laws and principles. You are there to ask me what I will say. What I will say, I've said it in my way. John Maxwell says that he pulls all his leadership principles from the word of God. All there is to life is wrapped up in God's word. All of us, we have a standard that we are going to live by. And the standard to which we will live by is vitally important. You cannot just live your life based on anything goes. As for me, I don't have anything. When I get money before, I will live right. No. You are waiting till when you are old, when you get money. At that time, they will tell you, don't eat this, don't eat that. Eat the right thing now. So the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what will the righteous do? In other words, when the nation's foundation is off, the people will suffer. Jesus said, we have to not just hear the word of God, but we have to do the word. That's more important. Jesus said, we don't have to just hear. We have to do. I am supposed to live a life that you follow. Hello? You are supposed to also live a life that I follow. So don't do something that will discourage me. And I won't do anything that will discourage you. We are supposed to live the Christian life. That others will come and, and learn from us. Why are we Christian? Some people lay their life. They lay the foundation of truth and holiness. And purity and generosity. And we have come and now everything is for us. And we have become more superstitious. We are afraid of the devil more than God. So we use the word like God understands. We drink, we smoke, we womanize. We commit adultery. Pastors, ushers, everybody. We all misbehave in the name of God knows. Listen to me. God doesn't understand that kind of lifestyle because the wages of sin is therefore it's not the end one the one that you ask for forgiveness no death here means unproductiveness whichever level that you start missing out you cannot go beyond that level Let, let's do the best we can amen. amen so when i get the word of god i have to saturate my life by the standards of the word of god in order for it to transform my life so if a truth is going to transform my life i have to take time to saturate my life with that truth if a truth is going to transform my, i have to take time to saturate my life with that truth so important what truth have you learned from god's word take time to eat that word until it becomes flesh and dwells with you the word when it saturates you sir it becomes a part of your life which word have you held on to that has become part of your life this church we give plenty scriptures so that you pick one scripture and live by it seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you has been my scripture with my wife it's working for us so sister foundation is key what found your christian life is based on what scripture when i became a, the reason why by the grace of god when i prophesy it comes to pass is because i saw a scripture in the bible that the bible says from dan to Bathsheba, no word from the mouth of samuel fell down then it was established that samuel was a prophet i began to pray and say father this is your word if you are calling me into ministry let no word from my mouth fall down on the ground that it will be established that you have called me as a prophet what foundation is your christian life based on what scripture i have different scriptures for different things for my marriage it's one scripture husbands love your wife so that your prayers may not be hindered i love this one this one even if she doesn't love me i'll love her my will controls what i do john chapter 20 verse 24 that god cannot violate your will now thomas also known as didymus one of the twelve was not with the disciples when jesus came next verse 
So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my fingers where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And Jesus had to show up because the guy said, If I don't have a personal experience, I won't believe. Because my will controls what I do. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 37. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. Forget about the virgin part. The part is the man who has settled the matter in his own mind who is under no compulsion but has control over his own will so i have control over my will Hmm. pastor i don't know what what came over me no you know always choose which voice you will listen god is whispering keep the marriage satan say divorce the marriage god is saying don't slap her satan say ah one dirty slap will bring her to normalcy God is saying, don't take the drug. Satan is saying, one. Satan said, look at the, the problems. Don't give an excuse that I am the reason why you don't come to church. You don't want to come. I am not. Am I your God? Am I your source? No. Don't give that excuse that, oh, uh, sister, so, so, and so, this, so, have stopped serving in the department. No, you wanted to stop. It is your will. It's not like somebody has sacked you. Nobody should sack you from God's presence. Your will controls your you. Praise the Lord. God wants us to do things out of a persuaded will. What is a persuaded will? Put the scripture there. He says that you 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 settle the matter in your own mind. It's a persuaded will. Your spirit and your heart has influence over your will. What it means is your mental state can control your will, but you make the choice. See, you can die a miserable old lady or a miserable old man. You have a choice. Be joyful. Why do you spend time on things to validate your negative convictions? What's on our head? Nigeria movie, only witchcraft. Why wouldn't you dream about things following you? Every day, die, oh, fire. Do you know spirits don't die? If they die, God would have killed Satan. Spirits don't die. You can only bind them. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the. My senior pastor told me something. Yeah, I, 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 I spoke to him, my bishop. I spoke to him about something. He said, Daniel, an elderly man came to our church one day and preached. Someone said, And I said, I'm going to die. I'm Some of you, you are working in a place. Hey, hey, my boss doesn't. Please, oh, you didn't go there to do friendship. You went to work. Turn to your neighbor and say, the foundation upon which they employed you was not for friendship. It was that you meet a certain task and an amount will be given to you. Be focused on the work and do it. You didn't go there to do friendship. Live. The fact that you are serving God doesn't mean there will not be distractions. The distractions will come but focus on your foundation. The reason for which you came there. You see, God doesn't want us to give to him unless it is out of a willing heart. Please, don't be ever be forced to give money anywhere. Even if I come here and say God is telling and the Holy Spirit tells you that this one is not from me, don't give. I give up. That's why I can give that I don't even have money to eat. Papa, why? I have come to a scripture. 
David said, I will not give God anything that will not cost me. So it cost me. When it cost me, it cost people to also give me. It's a, it's a, it's a scripture. In, in international relations, they call it the law of reciprocity. See, so the lesson today is not about giving. It's about a principle. Foundation. What does it mean? It means my spirit can affect my will. My spirit is important in the establishment of my will. Not just my mind. It's my spirit. Exodus 35 verse number 5. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who is willing to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze. From what you... God will not judge you based on what you don't have, sir. It's from what you have. Honor me from what you have. Don't tell him that God, when you bless me in future. Now, honor me with what you have. Focus on God first. Love God. Serve God. Don't wait until you are old before you say, I want to give myself to the work of God. Well, he doesn't need you. You are too old. You are on sick bed. God, if you heal me now, I will serve you. Of you, of you. Judgment has come. So he says that seek the Lord whilst you are young. In the days of your youth. Child of God, the time has come for you and I to commit to God. My spirit, through the help of the Holy Spirit, will convince my will to change. Philippians 2 verse 13. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good pleasure. So God works in me, but he cannot touch my will. So he convicts me. He gives me his words. Then I make a choice. How many of you remember the story of the five talents? The the parable of the five talents. He gave somebody five. He gave somebody two. He gave somebody one. The one with five went to trade. He got something. The one with two. The one with one. Do you know what he said? He said, I buried it. Why did he bury it? He said, because I knew you. And I was afraid that when I'm unable to make a profit, you will come for what you don't deserve. So I didn't give you. And God said, take it away from me. Take it away. Child of God, you have one life. Let your life count. Child of God, bring a soul to the Lord. The Bible says, he that wins a soul is wise. When will you make some time for God and go out of your own way to bring the lost to the Lord? When will you go out of your way? When will you go out of your will to invite somebody to come and eat the same food? Do you know God is looking for people? Why do you only come to church? Only you on Sunday. Yet you keep asking God for stuff. He's also asking for the source of men. The only thing God can do for himself. He can't even send angels to come and preach to us. He says he's given us the responsibility to reach out to many. But we have made a, a decision. I will not do it. I don't have time. I have other important things but God. Yet, there are friends of yours who are going to hell. And he calls us to a life of transformation. Not just for us, but for others. Is God calling you to add value to people's life? Is God calling you to be a person who makes great impact in people's life? Is God calling you to be a person of influence? A person whose life has been transformed by God's word because you willingly submitted yourself to it. Wherever you are likely to close your eyes. And pray to God. And ask the Holy Spirit to bring transformation to your life. Ask the word, the word that Lord, this year I will let the word have its have its free course in me. I will, I will let the word, I will let the word, I will let the word, the word of God. I will let the word of God bring a change in my life. This year I'll be led by God's word. I will experience transformation. People can change. Rehab, the hallowed change. Moses, a man filled with temper change he was a fugitive because he killed the person he changed paul changed david said creating me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me you want to pray holy spirit 
bring transformation to my life bring transformation to my life change me lord help me to make right choices i will not listen to the whispers of satan i will be transformed by the renewing of my mind my life is governed by the principles of god's word not by my emotions not by my feelings not by the whispers of satan i'm telling you i pray that you will not submit to that will sometimes a little issue the bible says be careful of the little living that living at the whole lamp a little hurt a little mistake a little pain a little disappointment can cause you to make decisions that will break your life but even if you've made that decision god gives you another chance he says you can rebuild again he says you can have hope again he says you can have strength again he says there's more room for me there's more room for you there's more room for me to transform your situation yes you succumb to that wheel but i can bring transformation to that wheel open up your mouth lift up your voice and pray holy spirit of the living god create in me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from thy presence O god and take not thine holy spirit from me but restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me father i want to serve you in serving you i commit to submitting my will i make a decisive conscious decision to experience transformation in my life to experience transformation in my life to experience transformation in my life to experience transformation because i understand that transformation takes place by the renewing of my mind by the renewing of the bible says in romans chapter 12 verse 2 that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind renewing of the mind suggests a process in other words allow the processor allow the process allow the processor have the strength of character to hold on until there's a change without wavering have a strength of character to hold on to hold on to hold on to hold on without wavering in other words behave in a way that 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 will bring honor it will it will bring honor because your mind is set your mindset is set on a certain course i will not be deceived i will not be deceived i will not be deceived i will not hold on to bitterness i will not hold on to bitterness many of us we go through stuff and we just want to give up on the business partnership give up on the marriage give up on life god calls you I says remember the devil will whisper into your ears but remember i go to i whisper you have a choice you have a choice you have a choice to live right you have a choice to to be better or better you have a choice to be joyful or to be anxious he says be anxious for nothing be anxious he says in everything by prayer supplication and thanksgiving let your request why does he have thanksgiving he says just thank me scripture says give thanks in all things pray that the lord will heal you the lord will restore you let the rains of god's goodness and blessing fall on your life that the lord establishes covenant with you and bless you with long life and good health in jesus name amen
Someone say amen. Put your hands together.